welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. When you first activate your real estate license, what you think is going to happen is an influx of buyers and sellers who call you to utilize your services. What actually happens, though, is an influx of quite frankly, cold calls and other people who want you to use their services in order to generate your own business. Am I right, ladies, who've been in this for a hot second? It is something that's going to plague you for the rest of your career, so just get used to it. The biggest question to ask yourself is, what the heck should I be spending my hard-earned money on? So in this episode, I'm going to dive in to four things that are a hard yes for me four hard no's, and one that's actually a yes and a no in my business. I have a rule of thumb when I'm deciding on what to purchase for my business, and it is this. Does it have a contract? It may be wrong of me to look at it this way, but God's honest truth is this. I fully believe that if a product or a service gets you into a year-long contract, something that you cannot get out of with a 30 to 45-day notice, then what that really says to me is they don't have enough confidence in their product or service that they think you'll be there a year from now. If they did, they'd let you out of it pretty quickly. So the golden rule for me on deciding to spend money literally does start with the process of What's the divorce clause? How do I get the heck out of it? If it's on a 30 to 45 day notice, I'm cool and I'll try it for at least six months if it fits my business model. I am very strategic about what I spend my money on. However, if it is something that no matter how bright and shiny it is and no matter how great the reviews are, if it requires a year long contract, I am out. I don't even give it a chance in hell. No way, no thanks. And I will tell you that the few times I've broken that solid rule of mine in this past 20 years of being in this business, it has every time bitten me in the butt. So what are the four things that I'm a hard yes on? Number one, I am a solid yes sister to a good CRM. That doesn't mean you have to spend a ton of money on a CRM, but if you're going to be in the business for more than six months, you're going to start to forget some details. You'll forget the exact address of a client. You'll forget how they got to you. You'll forget sometimes even their first and last name that you did the deal with them. I know you may not believe that that can happen, but it really does when your database gets super full. The thing to look at though in a CRM is are you actually going to utilize the tools that it offers? Don't pay for the CRM that has a million bells and whistles if you're going to use it as a glorified address book. If that's the case, then don't spend the money on the the CRM. Use whatever comes free with your broker or company that you're with. But if you know that you will 
dive in, learn to use the tools, have it tell you when to call people, have it tell you what you did last, then heck yeah, I say spend the money on a CRM. It is an invaluable piece of your business that will keep you sustainable and quite frankly, scalable. And don't be afraid of using your broker's provided CRM. I know a lot of real estate agents that they really do think, oh no, I won't use that broker's CRM because they own the data. Let me clue you in, folks. A CRM by nature is a place that your data gets stored and saved. It has to hit a server somewhere. Every person who owns the CRM owns the data. The big question is, is your broker going to let you take the data with you when you leave that broker, or does it have to stay in their hands? That's what you ask for about a CRM. But should you pay for one and use one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should. All right. My second hard yes is a good coach. Coaches are really relevant to your business and and really specific to the season of business that you are in. So when you're looking for a coach, I would quite frankly ask myself, what is the season that I'm in? There are coaches for new agents, emerging agents, people that are more operationally minded or executive assistant to the agents. There are coaches that specialize in team owners or people on a team. There are coaches that are there for your overall business strategy And don't forget the life coaches out there. Maybe you need a fitness coach who will help keep your butt in shape so that you have the energy to put up with your clients and the energy to do this business. Or maybe you need a life coach that just helps you sort it all out so that you don't get overwhelmed and burnt out. The thing to know about coaches, just like with my good rule of thumb, a really top-notch coach will not lock you into a year-long contract. They understand that they may only be with you for six or seven or eight months because they're there to get you from one season of your career to the next, and then they can hand you off to another coach who is an expert in what you need at that time. Good coaches are someone who releases you when it's time and takes you back when it's time to bring you back. But get the darn coach. It is worth spending the money on. All right, my third hard and fast yes for what spend the money on. You're going to laugh at this one. Conferences that are not from your brokerages. Now, I totally applaud going to the conference your broker puts on. EXP is currently doing a shareholder summit in Orlando, and I'm having to miss it, and I'm super sad over that because I love getting together with my fellow EXP agents. I love hearing from the founder of EXP. I love hearing from other fantastic realtors in that world, what they're doing, how they're doing it, and quite frankly, networking with them. So I don't tell you not to go to your own broker's events. What I'm telling you is make sure you're spending money to be strategic in finding some events that aren't from your broker to attend because you will hear other people's perspective, other companies' thoughts on things, and you won't stay in a little bitty bubble that is the colors of your brokerage. I personally love to go to the Inman events. They have them every January and August, kind of across the country. I think the January one is normally in New York and August is in Las Vegas. They bring together 
thousands of people that dive into brokerage concepts, agent concepts, mortgage officer concepts, technology. They really stay with a pulse on what's going on in the industry. That's a good one that I highly recommend. And no, I'm not being paid to endorse them. I also like Tom Ferry's Marketing Edge. It's a really good one. Um, Jason Pantana just held one a couple of weeks ago and a couple of my um, agent friends went to it and they got so many solid marketing strategies to come away with and implement in their business. And that one's really dialed down into marketing. So again, if that's part of your strategy and you want to be very intent on what you're spending your money on, go to that one. Of course, I will always tell you, Real Boss Women holds one in September. We're having it in Nashville. It's a day to connect with like-minded women in the business and hear from them on their strategies to implement into your business. They're going to pour into you on how they did it, give you tactics that you can literally put to work for you. That's another good one. Of course, I'm a little biased because it is one that I run, but hey, I still say it's a good one. And I'll include a link to sign up for it if you're interested in the show notes. All right, the fourth thing that is a great, great way to spend your money on, and I highly encourage, is a good transaction coordinator. Let's face it, ladies, your time is best spent lead generating and developing relationships with your clients. It is not best spent paperwork generating. Leave that to the people that absolutely love chasing down all the details, gathering all the files, uploading them to your broker so that compliance says everything is a go, touching base with the closing attorneys to make sure everything's scheduled. You know, there's people who are super detail-oriented. I'm not saying you can't do your own transaction coordinating. I'm saying you shouldn't. That is a couple hundred bucks per transaction that you need to let that money fly out the window and into the hands of the person who does it best because what you're best at is figuring out where to get the next transaction, not making sure that this one has all the paperwork in it. Now, let's talk about some of the hard no's for me. This part's going to get juicy and possibly a little bit controversial, but I'm a hard no on online leads. I don't mind the ones necessarily, if you're a newer agent especially, that you pay at closing, but I really don't want the ones that you have to get a subscription to. So Realtor.com subscriptions or Zillow subscriptions If you're really, really needing to supplement your business, especially there in the beginning, then Ojo or OpCity, where you agree to pay a one-time referral fee at closing, i.e. when the money's actually coming in, is okay, but I'm a real hard no for the ones that you pay a certain amount per month so that they send you a certain number of leads. There is no way that those companies can guarantee how many leads click the button and how many leads they're going to send you. And when you are caught in the rat trap of, I have a $5,000 a month bill to XYZ company because they're sending me leads, you're not really learning to fish for yourself and generate clients on your own. And the scary part of that is when those companies change their algorithms or change their processes, you have gotten so dependent on those paid leads that you're sometimes kind of handcuffed and you have a really hard time moving out of that paid lead system. So I recommend not getting into it at all. Just because someone else does it well does not mean that you need to. Don't forget that. That being said, I'm also a hard no for Facebook ads. 
I'm on Facebook myself. You're probably on Facebook. But the truth is you should only do Facebook ads if you have a strategy to do a very thorough follow-up. Otherwise, it is a waste of dollars. It's not simply putting your name and face in front of someone. If you're paying for that ad and asking people to click the button to schedule time with you and you don't have a rock solid, I'm going to call them back 12 to 22 times after they click the button, then even though you're not caught in a subscription on Facebook ads, you can decide, hey, this one's 10 bucks, this one's 20, this one's 30. It's still a waste of time because you're not going to do the follow-up that you need to be doing. Hard note number three is also very similar, paying to be on top of the Google search engine. Now, I will grant Google this. They really do reward the people that pay. The people that show up at the top of the search engines are generally the ones who have paid the most. So unless you are prepared to shell out thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to stay on top of the Google search engine, have the right SEO and the right metadata, I know, by the way, if you actually do have the right SEO and metadata, you're probably going to get ranked pretty high anyway without having to pay. All right, fourth and final hard no. This one actually has nothing to do with online, but it is those magazines. I get calls all the time to be featured in realtor magazines, top producing magazines, magazines that when you look at where they're going out to, they're being shipped out to other real estate agents. Is that doing you any good to be featured in those magazines that you have to pay for when they're just going to sit on the desk of an agent? It does if your main strategy is referrals by other agents. It does not if your main business strategy and your main source of you know lead generation has nothing to do with agent-to-agent referrals. So when you are considering paying for that magazine ad, Be strategic and take a look at it. Does it make financial sense? And does it land in front of the eyeballs of the people that you want to be calling you for business? If it doesn't, no matter how bright and shiny it is, it's just not a good spend. All right, so here's the really, really good piece. I've got one that is both a yes and a no. I love videos. They are a hard yes for me. A video that's a hard no for me is one that does not have anything to do with your overall strategy. So if you're going to do a neighborhood video, I spent like, I don't know, five or $6,000 one time in my business to feature this really awesome neighborhood near me. It had shopping, it had biking, it had pools, it had tennis courts. It had one of the most unique architectural styles in the area. The thing I learned by doing that neighborhood video that was really professionally well done and beautiful to this day is I I really didn't know what to do with it once I had it. Yes, I could throw it up on YouTube. Yes, I could throw it up on Facebook. But the people who already are living in that neighborhood don't need to see that video because they're already in the neighborhood. And the people who want to live in that neighborhood most likely already know about the neighborhood. And so they don't need to see the video. The only people that really that video would have been helpful for is if my strategy was out-of-town clients who had no idea where in the coming Georgia area to move to. If you're going to do neighborhood videos, I am a positive yes on them when you think through who your ideal client is. So if I go back to the neighborhood that I did a big video for, which was Vickery Subdivision here in Coming Georgia, Vickery really caters to 
the lifestyle of people who want to take their golf cart and drive from their house up to the restaurants, have dinner, and then go back. Or they really want to ride their bikes throughout neighborhoods. So if that is my ideal client, then yes, that video worked. If it's not, then again, those neighborhood videos are super costly to do, and they're not always done with the best interest in mind of your ideal client. So if you're going to spend the money on professional videos, just think through who do you want to see the videos? What is the outcome you're hoping for from the video? And does it hit your overall strategy for the year? If you can answer yes, honey, go shoot the video all day long. I encourage it. I would much rather see you do a video than a stale, stagnant post. But think through what you're going to spend the money on those videos because if it doesn't work with your overall marketing strategy, then it's still a waste of time. All right, guys, that's it for today. But hey, listen, if you haven't heard yet, we have a thousand review giveaway going on. And what you win by giving us a review and tagging us on social media at Real Boss Women is a free all expense paid to Nashville in September for our work, play, and slay day conference. Now, here's the deal. You may not be actually attending the conference and you're sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, Joanne, I would love to go to the conference, but my kids are in school and I can't make it. Girl, go ahead and leave that review because you might be helping someone else win a trip to the conference because we're only giving it away if we hit a thousand reviews or you really want to go to that conference and you were going to sign up anyway, then you better get that review in play because you might get a free trip to Nashville. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcast, send us a review, snap a photo of the review and tag us on your social media platform of choice so that we see that you've done the review. And when it's time to draw the winner, you'll be entered into the pot. Make it a great day, guys. Now, if you'll indulge me for just a second, I'm going to give you a quick overview of the Work Slay Play event in Nashville. We have for a keynote speaker, Stacy Brown Randall. If you haven't listened to Stacy's podcast, Roadmap to Grow Your Business, I'm going to link it in the show notes. Stacy focuses on working by referral and never having to ask for the business, which I think is a great, great, great way to do business. It's how I always worked mine. And she is literally going to walk our audience through ways to define who their actual referral sources are how to cater the, to those referral sources, and how to create a business strategy around those referral sources where you can keep a sustainable business. And a sustainable business is so important right now as we're in a market shift because you may or may not have learned some solid foundation practices in the chaos of what was the 2021 real estate world. And you may need to be able to transfer into 2023 with really, really solid footing in order to keep in the business. So if working by referral is something that is amazeballs to you, and it is to me, make sure that you have signed up for Workplace Lay in Nashville. I cannot wait to meet you, shake your hand, and see you in the front row. 